Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lekutim Moran. We're going to pick it up right where we left off, Os Ches number 8 in Torah 14. Here we go. That when a person returns the honor back to its source on high, namely Yira, to the recognition of the awesomeness kind of the Almighty, when a person grows in that particular area, va'az nishlam pigmeyira, then one is able to wash off the blemishes of yira, that the yira Hashem, that fear of God, the recognition of how incredible the Almighty is. Sometimes it gets blemished, and it's our job to wash off those blemishes. Va'az, and then zoichel shalom, then a person merits peace. Now, what exactly does that mean? Let's continue diving in. There are two different types of peace, says Rabbi Nachman. There's a peace that exists in one's bones. Because originally, initially, it's necessary for a person to see to it that there's peace inside of his bones. What does that mean? Because sometimes, a person just doesn't have peace. Meaning within themselves, something's missing. like the verse says, Ain shalom, but I don't have peace in my bones because of my sins, because I've messed up. When I mess up, the peace that exists in the deepest depths of me is off. And through yira, growth in yira Hashem, you merit peace in the bones. Like the Zohar says, In a place where there's fear, there's that yira, so then there you'll find completeness. Like the verse says later, Because a person who is filled with yira Hashem lacks nothing. And that when a person has peace in their bones, then you're able to daven. Chevra, this is so powerful. Meaning, prayer is maximally effective when a person is at peace. When you're in self-peace mode, that's the ideal. There is this idea of there's no atheist in a foxhole. There can't be an atheist in a foxhole. When the guns are flying, when the bullets are flying, the bombs are coming, all of a sudden I'm reaching out to God. That's out of desperation. The flip side, when a person is growing in Yiras Hashem, so then those tefillos are incredible. It's a totally different angle of understanding how to connect to the Almighty. It's not because I ultimately need you to save my life right now, but it's because I recognize how incredible you are, and I want to say thank you. When a person achieves a certain level of inner peace, their tefillos, their prayers are totally different. Ki because the main prayer, al comes through yiras Hashem. When you recognize how incredible Hashem is, that's the highest level of, of prayer. Bechinas, as we see in the Pasuk in Mishlei, Isha Yiras Hashem, Hisi Salel. It's a Pasuk that we sing every Friday night in the Eishas Chayel, that a woman who has Yiras Hashem should be praised. Ki Bim Karban, because prayer is in the place of the offerings of the Korbanos. Uba Karban and regarding Korbanos, the offerings, it's written, Anything that has a blemish cannot be brought. We see so clearly this metaphor that Rabbi Nachman has set up. Any animal that has a blemish is not able to be brought as a korban. 
korbanos, the offerings, correspond to prayer. So when a person comes to pray, if there are blemishes, if there are issues with that person, so then it could be that you can't ultimately bring that prayer. And if it doesn't have that blemish, like the verse we saw in the Zohar, in a space of Yiras Hashem, Azai then... Then a person is able to complete their service to the Almighty. If you're looking inside and you note the Yikrav and Korban, to draw close is the same language as a Korban. There's also the term Kiruv, outreach, bringing people closer into the fold, which is all about this Torah we're learning now, Yudalit, bringing people from outside of the realms of Kedusha closer inside. The word korban or offering means to draw close. Yakriv is to offer something. So a korban that has blemishes cannot be brought, and so too a person who has blemishes cannot offer the same levels of tefillah of prayer. Now I want to contextualize that which we're learning, and it's so important to say the following. It's possible to read that last line and think, oh, I have blemishes, I have issues. I'm just not going to pray, I'm not going to daven, I'm not going to reach out to the Almighty until I fix all of those issues. That is not the take-home lesson. We don't paskin like that. That's absolutely not what it is that we're supposed to learn. We daven, we daven, we daven. As we've learned in a previous Torah, davenin and learnin and davenin. Nachman says we pray and then we learn and then we pray again. We're always working on ourselves. Whatever our level is, great, let's do that. And these particulars that come up in this Torah apply to each one of us on our levels. Should we pray? Absolutely. If we're able to grow in Yiras Hashem, will our prayers be stronger? Also absolutely. A personal blemish does not hold back an individual from praying. What it could do is inhibit its power, could hold back its power. So the more we grow in Yiras Hashem in recognition of the greatness of God, the greater our prayers will be. And this is what's written regarding Chana, the prophetess, in Sefer Shmuel. And Chana spoke her heart. The Torah tells us that Chana opened her heart and let it flow. Through this level of Yiras Hashem that Chana had, unbelievable levels, she merited prayer. And as we saw before, because the main fear of Hashem, recognition of how awesome God is, Hubalev is in the heart. Chana came to the Mishkan in Shiloh, a place where I'm proud to say myself, along with my family, have merited to stand in that same place in the Mishkan in Shiloh and pray there just as Chana did. She went to Davin for a son and was granted Shmuel Navi. What a level! The Holy Prophet is Chana is where we learn much of the particulars of how we pray today. And through davening, then a person can reach a different level of peace, a universal peace, an overarching peace. Remember we said there are two types of peace. There's the peace in your bones, your interpersonal peace, and then there's the shalom haklali, world peace, overarching peace. Hainu, what does that mean? There's a completeness of all of the worlds. This is an absolute peace. So not only does it mean peace on earth, and not only does it mean peace in a spiritual sense, but it also means shalom bayis, peace in between husband and wife, peace in between relationships, peace in between countries, peace in between families, where the entirety of the universe knows peace. 
כי על שם זה תפילה נקרא קרבן. And this is why prayer is called an offering, a קרבן. על שם קירוב האוילמוס לשלמוסן. Because what it does is תפילה brings the world closer to their final perfection. That final perfection is the ultimate level of peace on earth. In brief review of our Torah thus far, in order to drop peace down into this world, you have to elevate the glory of God, the Kavod, back to its source, which is Yira, growth in Yira Hashem. And this can only be accomplished through Torah, specifically learning Torah in order to teach others and bring them closer into the fold. When we do this, we clean garments or allow people to take their soiled garments and take them off, reveal more of their shining soul. A necessary character trait to be able to do this is that of humility. The more humble a person is, the more we minimize our own honor, the more honor we give to the Almighty. The greater honor we give to the Almighty, the less blemishes we have on our Yiras Hashem. The more we recognize how great God is, wherever we let Him in, the more we let Him in, the fewer blemishes exist on our Yiras Hashem, the stronger our prayers can be. Wishing everyone a day of removing their soiled garments, growth in Yiras Hashem, and until next time, have a beautiful day.